Welcome back to another episode live from the dojo. Remember, you can get this podcast wherever you get podcasts at Spotify, Out Podcasts, and YouTube. Make sure you like and subscribe. Like and subscribe. Um, so, Dylan Brooks is officially my least favorite player of all time. Wow, that tan settled in nice. Did it? Wow. You think so? Wow. I, I didn't look at you yet. That's that tan settled in good. It's uh it's starting to peel really bad all over my body. So yeah. we've hit that point. But mm. uh, glad to think you think it looks. Dude, good. you are bronze. <laughs> wow, dude, I wouldn't recommend it, bro. I was <laughs> no shit. I would not recommend just basting in the sun, expecting to get a suntan. Because, bro, I this was the worst sunburn I've ever had on Sunday. It was like a living hell trying to walk around the house. But uh, my eyes were like hella swollen like super swollen i thought it was gonna really? get to the point where like i might have to go like see a doctor or some shit because like my eyes were like chafing down here and then up here it looked like i had been punched in the face no way yeah, yeah. It what was, is that from i have no idea no idea at all i guess that happens when you get like mega sunburn <laughs> um but yeah it was it was like kind of concerning there for a bit but that's kind of scary uh i put some like like ice on my face and it like went down a little bit so it's better but Glad it looks good. That's all that matters. No, it's settled in nice. Yeah. Um, no, yeah, but I feel like I will. I feel like I'll take the spot as the number one Dylan Brooks hater on social media forever now. <laughs> Did you see what he said? Dude, unbelievable. I might take LeBron to drop a 40, 50 ball next game. Like, I feel I get it from a standpoint of, you know, you don't want to ever show that, you know, you're scared or intimidated of the other team, but. Like, there's just one guy you don't want to piss off, and I feel as though it's LeBron James. Yeah, I kind of respect it, honestly. Like, you know, poking the bear, you've even the series, uh, talk your shit, you know? But, like, it's just the way that he, like, dresses and, like, the way he's looking on cam, the but way he talks. I don't he know, didn't even the series had 12 fucking points. <laughs> yeah. Dude, the two-piece gob should be his under and LeBron's over. Dude, he's a role player that starts for Literally. the Grizzlies. Yeah, 100%. And he talks like he's an all-star, dude. <laughs> he had 12 points. And he was like, I don't respect you until you give me 40. What? Yeah, he might drop 40. LeBron, LeBron might give him 50. Yeah. LeBron's one of those players, too. Like when he wanted to set the scoring record, he went out and it was the easiest 38 points he's ever scored. Can we nuke that? Let's make yeah, that a dude, two for shot. sure. I'm putting like my house on it. <laughs> I mean, I had the Lakers, and I felt like game two felt uh, felt kind of the same way as Heat Bucks game one, where it was guys that you don't normally expect to step up, step up, and you know you lose that way when guys off the bench are scoring like 20. When Xavier Tillman's like wedding jumpers and shooting fucking 60. percent The guy who had a million dollar entry had Xavier Tillman under. <laughs> doubled his line, bro. And he had Jokic to not hit a three. Jokic from downtown. Dude, but like it wasn't even like, it wasn't even like a bad play, too. If he was like talking to you, he was like, yo, Tillman under. Like I would have never yeah. been like, dude, 100%. no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like take his over. I was you know chirping I mean? him at first because I thought he had the over on Tillman. And uh, I was like, dude, back against the wall from Millie, you're going Xavier Tillman over. But then I'm like, oh, shit, it's his under. Okay, I kind of like it. Dude drops 20-plus. Can't make it up. It's like that, and then I still can't figure out the Lakers. I think they'll go far. I think they'll beat the Grizzlies. I don't think they lose either game at home. But the lack of consistency mm -hmm. in AD and D'Lo is the thing that 
I think scares me a little. When LeBron won, won championships, he was consistent. But like Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh always got theirs. You mm. know what I mean? It was never a question of like Dwayne Wade had three points tonight. Chris Bosh had two points tonight, but like didn't get 14 rebounds or like 10 rebounds. The problem with this Lakers core is there's so much inconsistency. So much. Anthony Davis can't shoot four for 14. I'm sorry. No. If you're an all-star and you're a guy that you're picked to be the number two in a championship team, even the number one with LeBron being in his late 30s, you can't be four for 14. DeAndre Russell, you can't have five points in a must-win game when John Morant's out, when you have Tyus Jones guarding you the whole game. Like, you can't, you can't shoot two for 11, DeAndre Russell. You no. can't. No. You cannot if you want to win a championship. And I think that's going to be the problem with this Lakers team is LeBron got 28. Like, he did his job, right? That's LeBron's job. He got 28. Um, he, he literally had a double-double, 28 and 12. Anthony Davis didn't even get 10 rebounds. So it's like... If the Lakers are going to go far, it's going to be the consistency needs to be found at some point. Yeah. And it's not there. It's crazy how, like, consistent buying the bad news is in the NBA, you mm -hmm. know? Like, no John Morant, just lost game one, Lakers got the momentum, buy the bad news, take the Grizzlies, you know? Like, it just doesn't make sense, but it's like a really consistent trend that happens mm -hmm. in the NBA, even into the playoffs, uh, you know? You got the Bucks with no Giannis, right? Minus eight spread. Surely the the Heat just won last game. Surely they're going to come out looking fine again. No Giannis, Bucks win and cover. Like by the bad news, it's crazy. It's it's almost like, and this is the difference between I think obviously the NBA and college basketball. And you know when when everyone always asks like what the what that major major difference is, I think it really is that. NBA bench players can average 20 points a game if they got the shots. Oh, yeah, 100%. Right? So, like, the the, di the difference between a LeBron and a sixth man is, is really different. But you can the bench players in the NBA could still go. Like, Luke Kennard went three for four last night from three, mm -hmm. and he played, like, 12 minutes. Yep. So, like, a guy like Luke Kennard, you give him starting minutes, you give him 30 shots a game, like, he could probably average 25 points a game. Yeah. Like, Cam Thomas's that come off the bench give you, like, 40. When you start, like, any guy in the NBA can really do that, so I think that's a difference. Like, an injury matters, but it really doesn't matter as much as it does like, in college basketball. And your best players out in college basketball, it's, like, game-changing. Yeah. Like, you're trying to – the guys off the bench in college can't give you 20. They, they average, like, six. Mm-hmm. And the more shots you give them, probably the more shots they're going to miss. Whereas in the NBA, you know, the more shots you give them, the more shots they're going to make. But Speaking of Cam Thomas, is he hurt? Where has he been? No, he just apparently – so I was literally just talking to uh, someone about this last night. That's why he was on my the top of my head. Apparently, he just did nothing else. And the Nets were like, yo, it's cool when you drop 40, but we're still losing by 30. Yeah. Because you're not doing anything else. So he just got like dropped back down to the bench because it was like really? he was dropping forty, but they were losing by twenty, thirty yeah. points. Yeah. So I was like, it's cool, but like we're not winning. Yeah. When you drop forty, and I, th that's what, like my buddy said. I don't know if that's like entirely true, but I do remember it being like Camp Thomas drops forty and the Nets lose by twenty. So I was like, maybe that was why. I don't know. Uh, but the Nets are in the playoffs. So that's like a good point. Yeah. I haven't even I heard have. him, and I haven't even heard his name one time. No. But going back to that. By the bad news trend, I mean, we got game three in Golden State with the Warriors-Kings. No Draymond Green. Warriors looked like shit the first two games. Coming back home, you know, I wouldn't be shocked if the Warriors cover you know the that. spread? What is it? Seven and a half? Who do you think's favorited? The Warriors. 
By how much? Seven and a half. Five and a half. Five and a half, wow. Why would I not put the balance on the Kings? Because for that exact reason that I said before, buying the bad news. Why Why are the Warriors favored when they're down 0-2 in the series and they just lost their third best player on the team? But I feel like buying the bad news for that one, I think might be situation a little different because you saw when Draymond Green was out how bad the Warriors are at defense. It went from the Kings shooting 23% to the Kings shooting 67% at the end of the fourth quarter without Draymond. I feel like losing Giannis, you still have Drew Holiday, Chris Middleton, Brooke Lopez, Jay Crowder coming off the bench. Like, I feel like you still got guys. What about losing Ja, though? You just lost your best. Yeah, but they played almost a half a season without Ja. So that's not something that they're not used to. Draymond is every game. Even when they were, like, tanking, he was still playing every game. So I don't know. I feel like that might make a large difference for the Warriors. Just be on the defensive end, though. They, if they can outscore the Kings, they could cover that. But if they can't, I don't think on the defensive end they're going to be able to stop them. But it's going to be so loud in there. I know. I know. That place is rocking. And I feel like the Warriors are significantly worse on the road than they are at home. So bad on the road. So bad on the road. And they're great at home. So I'm going to be on the Warriors just for the fact of buying the bad news because this shit's been working out for me. Um you know, I, I'm rooting for the Kings. I want to see them, you know, dethrone the Warriors, but I got to stick with the trends. And this episode is going to come out on Friday. We are recording on Thursday, so it will be interesting to kind of look back and be like, oh, shit. Well, now it's Golden State minus six, so the line is moving in your favor. Exactly. What do you think the spread of the Suns-Clippers game is? Suns-Clippers in L.A.? In L.A. Is that tonight? Mm-hmm. Suns-Clippers, Suns minus two. Wow. Suns minus three. Wow. Sharp. Sharp. I would have said Clippers favorited. Nah. Go back home. I'm telling you, bro. It's like when Durant's on the floor, it's hard to make him a dog. Mm, that's true. Yeah. I feel like if you gave me points with Durant, I'd take it every day. Yeah. It's hard to make Durant, Booker, CP3, Aiden a dog, really, in any game. Especially as a higher seed, too. <clears throat> Sixers going into Brooklyn? Sixers going into Brooklyn. That spread's got to be minus seven and a half. Minus four and a half. What? Which makes no sense. The what? Knicks have gotten their dicks punched off like two straight games just because they're going to be in Brooklyn. I don't think moves the needle. Yeah. <laughs> what? Like, I don't really think that moves the needle at all. Interesting. I could see it being a closer game than the last two, uh, the last two games in Philly, which were both ten point, you know, wins. But four and a half seems a little short. Um, I did want to talk about the other two games: Heat Bucks. You knew it was coming, right? I mean, the, the Heat were never going to shoot 60% again from, yeah. from the field. Um, I feel like this is going to – I think the Bucks take both in Miami. I don't know why I want to say that, but I really do feel like the Bucks might take both in Miami. I think it was – I think it was Giannis with a sore back going, all right, I think you guys can get this job done, and then I'll be it was 100% smart. going into Miami. Smart play. Yeah. Not playing Giannis – Getting that you know thirty point win going to Miami, it's a good position to be in. Mm -hmm. um, again, Drew Holiday points and assists. I promise, it's yeah, all playoffs. I did dude. tell that that was air, dude. It's all playoffs too. I promise. And it started at twenty eight and a half when I took it last night. Jamal Murray forty ball by the way. That was nuts. Yeah, so that, like nuts. That two piece gob ended up hitting. No, because Reeves sold because they didn't Reeves. give me they didn't give me Drew Holiday points and assists or else oh I would have taken it. Remember, God, dude? Yes, I was bro. like they don't have Drew Holiday points and assists, and then we settled on fucking Austin Reeves. He had 12. We needed 15. Yep. God damn it, dude. That's dude, bullshit. So annoying, bro. Bullshit. But, dude, it's it started at 28 and a half when I took it the night before. Went all the way down to 25 and a half when Giannis was out. He covered both. 
Dude, he's literally automatic, I promise. Points and assists for Drew Holiday in the playoffs. It's so cracked out, dude. Yeah, he's, he's it's like cracked, that. He's dude. actually like no, that. No, he's actually like that. Like, I'm not even kidding. Um, the Nuggets. The Nuggets. Holy shit, what a game. Like, they're good, dude. I mean, <laughs> yeah. that Dude, we were on Night Sweats last night. We were streaming, and, like, as soon as they blew that lead, the T-Wolves were up by, like, three with five minutes to go at one point in the game, Wild. which was insane. And everyone's like, dude, this is the most mid one seed of all time. Like, Nuggets second round exit incoming. And then, of course, they turn the lights on and they end up covering an eight and a half point spread somehow. Um, but it was just, it was weird to see everyone just discredit them as soon as they lost that lead and were just hopping off the wagon. They are good. They're deep. They got guys, no, they got good. role players, they got Jamal walking bucket. Jokic is making everybody on the floor better. And if they got guys like Bruce Brown, Porter Jr., making their shots. Uh, you know, it's a really deep team. No, they're gonna be they're gonna be a problem. The West, I don't know how to feel about the West. I really thought the West, obviously, is stronger than the East. But I'm I'd be more scared of some teams in the East if I'm going to the finals. I feel like you know what I mean. Like the Nuggets, I feel like they would. I don't think I think they would struggle against the Bucks. I think they would really struggle against the Sixers. I think they would really struggle. Like, the Celtics look like they're going to be a fucking problem. Mm -hmm. Like, the Hawks are bad, but, like, just continuously beating the shit out of a team is really hard, and they've, like, really, like, beat the shit out of the yeah. Hawks. Like, no, they've, night out. they've kept them under control. Like, <laughs> just dismantled them, not dude. Not a sweat in sight for the Celtics fans. Like, might have actually set up Trey Young to be traded. Which I would like to see, honestly. Yeah, me too. I don't know he's if he's a guy who can lead you to a finals as, like, the star player. I was about to say, I don't think he's a centerpiece. No. I think he's got to be, like, a two. Yeah. To someone's one. Yeah. You know? Could be interesting, like, him and Dame. I don't know. I feel like more of a guy, like a like a Durant type of player. Obviously, that like, that won't happen, but uh, a shooter. Put I mean, him on the Clippers? That'd be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Him and, like, Kawhi and Paul. Yeah, that would actually be really interesting. That'd be really interesting. Um, all right, well, let's talk about the Friday games a little bit because this episode's going to come out on Friday. And I want to talk about I want to talk about Rangers, Devils, and a couple hockey games, too. I oh, yeah, dude, let's do it. Um, but do you want to start with that? No, let's keep going, NBA. All right, um, so Friday, obviously, it was Celtics-Hawks, Knicks-Cavaliers, Nuggets-Timberwolves again. Um, the Celtics are minus five going into Atlanta. What would you do in that game? I don't see a reason to take <coughs> Atlanta any – Point in this series I'm off them I already tried taking them with double digits and they weren't even able to cover that I know it was in Boston which is a different story but um yeah I mean there's just one kid who comes on stream who's like so sharp about Hawks plays when to take them on the spread when to fade them and what props to take so I'm gonna hear him out see what he has to say but I don't see a reason to stop betting on the Celtics right now it's kind of like it's kind of like uh who just won the fucking national championship in college b-ball? What? Who just won the national championship in b-ball? Um, I totally forgot. UConn. No, not UConn. No, UConn, yeah. UConn. Was it UConn? Mm -hmm. What? They covered every spread. <laughs> yeah, that's right. They're covering every spread. I feel like the Celtics, yeah, you know, kind of a similar route here, just blowing teams out. I don't see it stopping. And I can see the BR betting graphic now. It's like, if it better put $100 on the Celtics <laughs> to cover every spread against the Hawks, they'd be up fucking yeah. $700 or some shit like that. You know what I mean? So it feels like, it does feel like a series where the Celtics probably cover every spread, I'll be honest. Like, I really don't, even in Atlanta, I think this is going to be the only sweep of the playoffs. I right? can see the Sixers sweeping. I can see the Nuggets sweeping. Oh, the Sixers could sweep. I don't know, though. It kind of reeks of, like, Brooklyn just getting one back at home. Yeah. Like, one weird one, you know what I mean? Where, yeah. like, Joel maybe, like, 
tweaks his back and comes out at halftime, but is like fine, but doesn't play the second half. And like Mikael Bridges drops forty. Yeah, I don't know. But this feels like this feels like a pretty free sweep. I'll be honest. I'd probably take. This would probably be the game where I would take the over. I feel like back in Atlanta, Trey always shoots really well. And I feel like the Celtics always get their points. And, you know, it is difficult to play on the road in the NBA regardless of who you are. Um, so I could see this game being the highest scoring one. And then if the Celtics win 3 nothing, you just get fucked. And you just get fucked in game four. Because you're yeah. just like, all right, fuck, man. Yeah. Like, game three is kind of where we take our teeth out and try to stay in it. Um, Knicks minus one and a half against the Cavaliers. I'm going to put my balance on the Knicks money line. What, Knicks minus what? One and a half. In the garden? Yeah. I'm going to put Ooh. my balance on the money line. I like it. I like Mad it. Square Garden is going to be rocking. It is. Dude. Like rocking. And I really only think the Knicks lost in that game too because Jalen Brunson came out and shot like five for 20. He's not going to do that at home. Yeah. And like in the garden, dude, there are some arenas that I've been to that, you know, you, you feel the electricity when everyone's in there. For the Big East tournament when you're in the garden and, you know, you got the big teams playing and, like, there's no arena that you start really feeling energy more than Madison Square Garden. When I interviewed Jared Bynum and he talked about Madison Square Garden, he was like, dude, it feels like you're under the spotlight. And there's, like, no better arena when it starts rocking to, like, feel like you get in your groove. I think the Knicks beat the shit out of the Cavs in game three. Yeah, dude. I could get behind it. I'm not in love with this series. Um... I had the Cavs minus five in the last game, and they ended up covering with ease. Uh, I did have the Knicks in the first game, and they ended up winning that one. So I've been on the right side of both games in this series. What would you do here, like if you had to pick? And the Cavs are only plus one and a half going into, you know, being minus five and a half, and then being plus one and a half. They're not giving the Knicks a lot of respect. I feel like I think I think, you know, back in the Knicks in their first playoff game in the Garden uh, for the season, I think is probably the, the bet to take. Yeah. I don't know. It's short I like line, it. Though, a little fishy. Very short line, I feel, now that I say it out loud. Yeah. But I don't know. I like it, though. Fuck them. Because the Cavs just beat the shit out of them, so they're probably, all right, the Cavs are probably back. Whatever. Yeah. Um, Nuggets, Timberwolves, Denver's minus two and a half going into Minnesota. Really? Yeah, that is short. Yeah. Did the Timberwolves get one? No. I, I mean, I, dude, Cat is such a bozo, bro. Such a bozo. Gobert, I hate Gobert. Almost yeah, he as sucks. Much as I hate Dylan Brooks. Uh, Ant Edwards, you know, is one of the most promising things on that team right now. I think he had a 40 ball last game, but still, I, I just, it's tough to travel from Denver to Minnesota, obviously, but both teams are in that situation. So it kind of cancels out and under there could be a look. I know you don't take those, um, but I, I'm very high on the Nuggets, really low on the T-Wolves. I don't, I think it's a sweep to be honest. Mm, I wouldn't be shocked at all. I'm probably not going to touch that game. I don't know. I just don't like this series. I don't really want to yeah. bet it. Yeah. It's even watching game. the game last night, I was like, this isn't even a game I am enjoying watching. Dude, that, they covered that eight and a half spread on a miracle. It was insane. Like it came, nuts. It came down to the last second. So did the Oilers minus one and a half. Yeah. Dude, that I had was both. crazy, dude. Empty netter with 10 seconds left. I took that right before the game at plus 114 yeah. minus one and a half. And yeah. I was like, holy shit. Showed it. Dude. Um, all right. You wanted to talk a little bit of hockey. This episode drops on Friday, so we can talk about the Thursday games. Um, game two, Rangers-Devils, we win tonight. The Devils win tonight. I promise you, we win tonight. Yeah, I can see it. We only lost game one. We came out flat. What's the line, you know? We're favorited again. What's the odds? Minus 135. Ooh, I like that. I'm going to take them straight. Um, they bounce back. No, we bounce back. 
We came out flat. We're a young team. It's their first taste of the playoffs. I don't think anyone other than maybe... Maybe Dougie Rips was on the 2018 team that went to the playoffs with Taylor Hall. Um, so, you know, it's a real young team. I think this is Nico's first taste, Jack's first taste. I think it's Timo Meyer's first taste. Mm-hmm. I don't think he ever fucking sniffed the playoffs in no. the Sharks. So you got to think come out in the playoff. It was probably smart to take the Rangers game one, like looking back with how young we are. 100%. A lot of these guys have never been in that environment. We came out flat as ever. I still hate Vanacek. He's a fucking, like, bot. Like, I actually do not like him. Um, the game probably goes over because if we're going to win, we're going to have to score. And I think the Rangers are going to score on Vanacek. So it's going to be, you know, we're going to have to get ours. It's not going to be a 1-0, 2-0 win. Like, I could very much see us winning, you know, 3-2, to 4-3, to um, something around there, whatever that over is. I would assume it's at 5.5 even after last game being pretty high. Um, yeah, the over's at 5.5. So I could see this game going over. But we win. We win tonight. This is a game we win. I'm trusting. I'm trusting. Game two in the Prue. We win game two in the Prue. I didn't take anything in that game ones because smart. I, I don't know. I think the Rangers. We talked about this last episode. They just have so much experience. They've you know acquired several new pieces that match them up well with the Devils, and obviously that experience showed in game one. Uh, so I didn't really want to get involved, but I like the bounce back spot here at home with the Devils. And uh, going into the garden, and the, I'm going to take the Rangers in game three because you told yeah, me. Yeah, dude, so. that is literally the freest bet yeah. in sports betting. I'm not even kidding, dude. Dude, I'm not even shocked anymore about what happens in the NHL after what happened two nights ago where every single dog, what? including the fucking Kraken, won outright. It was insane, dude. Like what? It was insane. Like what? And the Avalanche right now are like minus 130 to win that series. And our boy Fruity had an absolute bomb on it. Uh, so he took that. And I, I, I don't see why we aren't all nuking the abs to win this series. Down 1-0 against the Kraken, bro. Could you imagine if they lose? That'd be nuts. I just don't know enough to be like, yeah, let's do it. That would be nuts. Because the Kraken looked good in game one. Dude. I know. But I'm telling you, bro. I, I, I don't know. I don't have a challenge or whatever punishment off the top of my head. But whatever it fucking is, I'll do it if the Avs lose the series. If the Avs lose the series, yeah. uh, insert punishment. Uh, do the Leafs get their lick back? Dude. They're that, terrible, dude. <laughs> no, they're like terrible. I mean, after that first goal against the Lightning in game one, I was like, this shit's over with, bro. Like, how does this happen every fucking time? They knew this game was coming for months, and they give up <laughs> seven goals. No, dude, they're terrible. Seven goals. Chelly put, put it in our collab parlay. Yeah, I saw that. Dude, we were watching a lot of the Leafs game. They're awful. Dude. I, I mean, I'm praying they bounce back. I'm rooting for them, but, like, God damn it, bro. I will say, interesting to see. The Avs lose game one. They were minus 225 game one, I remember. Yeah. They're minus 235, so they went up as a favorite. The Leafs were minus 200. In game one, down to minus 170 in game two. So Vegas is losing faith in in the Leafs. And yeah. the Devils are minus 125, now minus 135. So it's interesting to see that after a loss, the only team that decreased its value as a favorite is the Leafs. Mm-hmm. I mean, that makes sense. Is it the plus chicken lightning? <laughs> Dude, the plus chicken lightning continues to pay off. <laughs> I'm so out on the lightning, bro. They they like fell off towards the end of the season. I swear they would always sell my lays. So I stopped betting on them. I literally banned the lightning from betting on them. Uh, but come playoffs, I mean, they've won, they won three straight cups in a row. They've got basically the same fucking team. 
uh, as they've had the last couple of years. They're just so good. Like they just know how to perform when their backs against the wall in big games. And the Leafs are just like known choke artists, bro. So like mm. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say the Lightning money line's a bad bet in any game this series because like they're just the better team overall. I'll be interested to see how much they're favored going into Tampa. Yeah. That would be interesting. I, th I think bro. the Lightning probably be minus 125 or something. I was supposed to be going to that game with Fruity and Shelly, but I got my brother's wedding this weekend. That's so. exciting, though. Yeah, no, it's W's, but still. Tampa was lit last year, and I love the Leafs, so I'd love to watch them. But would have been a cool game to go yeah. to. No, 100%. Um, I mean, the Friday NHL games, I don't think there's much to talk about. Hurricanes, Islanders. The Islanders are favored going into New York. The Islanders are favored? Minus 115. We think about they kept every game close, and yeah. now you probably go, okay, we'll give them the home bump. Yeah. Um, Bruins are minus 160 going into Florida. Ooh. Wow, we didn't even talk about the Bruins getting their fucking tits blown off Dude, last a, night by the Panthers. I had a feeling, too. I had a feeling. They, they, were, they were a short line in game one, like minus 180, 190. And then game two, after winning game one, game two, they were minus like 245. I'm like, wow, something tells me that they lose this game. And everyone on stream wanted me to put them in the lay. I'm like, dude, my gut tells me to just not bet the Bruins tonight. Take the Canes instead. And so I did, thankfully. Um, but yeah, dude, I don't know what it was. They looked, they looked kind of good in game one, but not great. Not like the Bruins that we know and have seen all year. Uh, game two, they looked like absolute dog shit. Hey, the Panthers literally just like took it out on yeah. them. Yeah, I mean, Pasta, like Pasta don't even fucking rip anymore, man. I'm done taking his SOGs. Yeah. He doesn't rip. I can't do SOGs anymore, dude. I took fucking <laughs> Jack Hughes four, and he took one SOG, and it was a goal Yeah, a fucking shootout. Again, the Devils are hard to take SOGs because it's like they got so many guys, bro. There's so many rippers. But like Pasta, the power play, like Goat, I mean, he's gotten two SOGs in back-to-back -back games in the playoffs. Like, where are you, dude? Where are the puck rips? I mean, yeah, I feel like that's a response game where maybe the Bruins come out and beat the crap out of the Panthers in Florida now. Yeah, I could see it. I could see it. I'm going to call my shot. The Wild at plus chicken win game three against the Stars. In, I feel in Minnesota. And what's the line? Minus 115. Dallas Ooh. is favorited. I like these pickums. I like the pickums. Give me the Wild at plus chicken. First game back in Minnesota. Yeah, Minnesota's going to be rocking. And I was saying this last night. I wanted to see if you agree with me. We've been to two Stars games, and I've watched a couple on TV, so this might just be like an I don't know ball or I don't know puck take. I've never seen a team in hockey – from one minute to the next, go from, holy shit, this team's going to win the cup, to holy shit, how is this team in the fucking playoffs? <laughs> like, even watching that game last night against the Wild, it's like... They looked great. Whole, like, but it's it's in spurts. Spurts, yeah. And when the when the bad spurts hits, it's I literally was sitting there going, how the fuck is this team in so the playoffs? I mean, they're up 2 nothing, and then immediately give up two goals in the matter of like... A but minute. the goals are terrible. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's not even like, oh, just you got got out on that one. Like, fuck, man. Like, the goals are atrocious. Yeah. And they go from like, literally not allowing the Wild to take a shot in 10 minutes to like, not even being able to pass the puck to each other on open ice. Yeah. It's like incredible. Kaprizov cost me, I don't even want to say how much coin last night yeah, for just so fucking good. skating around, dude. You knew it was coming. Yeah. You knew it was coming. Could have took anyone else to Kaprizov, two SOGs, I fucking bet, bro. You knew it was coming. And then he gets ejected, like, can't make it up. Which was odd. Yeah. But. Whatever. You know, see ya. <laughs> he was Fuck. shocked anyways. <laughs> yeah, see ya. Um, all right, so I do want to do the common W and the cake report to end the week. Uh, and then let's do a sneak nuke for the Friday, um, NBA, NHL, whatever it may be. 
Um, the script actually did well yesterday. Yeah, I don't know if you like we did a little. We script. did a little recap last um, night. How did it do? The Nats over did not hit. Okay. Um, Mets Cubs Braves lost. Okay. One zero. They had bases loaded like seven times, bro. One mm. zero loss. <clears throat> And someone on stream pitched Juan Soto to hit a home run, and that was the only run in the game. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Um, then I had Mets, Cubs, Yankees. Mets, Cubs, Yankees, all one. All one. You had Lakers, too. Lakers and Bucks. Lakers and Bucks. So it was okay. Yeah, it was like four and two. And Canes. And Canes. Canes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So not a bad, not a bad showing. Um, <clears throat> all right, so do you, let's let's do this nuke, nuke at the end. We'll do the Common W and Cake Report. Uh, the Common W is a segment we've been trying out here. It's... You know, something that went right either in your personal life or your betting life um, in the past week. Coming into Friday, Common W, I feel as though I'm finally getting back on track betting-wise. The jump from betting on college kids every single day for four months straight and then trying to get into pros with having not watched, not having a lot of watch time was definitely something I realized has been killing me because yeah. I'm just looking at the lines. I'm just looking at box scores. I haven't watched a lot of the games and I'm trying to make calls and I feel like I should have just taken a month, a month and a half or a couple weeks just to watch sports and watch the pro game again. Um, but I feel like I'm finally starting to get, you know, the feet wet again, like watching the games and thinking about narratives, not just being like, the Devils, I probably should have never taken them game one. Like, now that I think about the youth, like, first playoff game for a lot of these guys, the Rangers have all everything they need, and, like, the Rangers historically do play pretty well against us in the Prudential Center. So, like, that was something where, you know, fuck, man. Yeah. Like, what am I doing here? Um, but, no, I feel like Common W, finally starting to get back on track. I had a really good day yesterday, Wednesday. And I feel like I'm going to have another good day today just looking at the games, looking at the spreads. Um, but, man, dude, it is tough jumping from college to pro. Like, uh, it's tough. Definitely a big switch. It's <clears throat> massive, dude. Because yeah. there's not a lot of errors. you got a lot of room for error in college, I feel yeah. like. Um, but, no, yeah, I feel like common W, I'm, I'm finally starting to get back on track. I feel good. W's. <clears throat> My common W would be last week I, I just, like, had this – come to Jesus where I just like looked in the mirror and was like, you know what? I'm done. I'm done looking and feeling like shit. I'm done. It's mm. an adult mature realization. And I was like, you know what? I want to, I want to like actually get in shape, look good, feel good. I was feeling and looking so good when I was living in Vegas cause I had a trainer. And as soon as we moved here, I just never really got back into that, uh, mm. routine and and then I started prioritizing, you know, live streaming a lot, like like ten hours a day, which is minimal, you know, movement, walking, nothing. I'm on my desk chair all day, plus Uber eating and like eating like fucking shit mm -hmm. and eating late night munchies and shit. I just started to catch like pick up a toll on me, and I was like, you know what, I'm fucking over this. No more sodas, minimal coffee, no more Starbucks, no more Uber eating. You know, go to the gym and cook some food. And, like, I swear I've done it for, like, a week, and I already feel a drastic difference. So I've been able to go to the gym every day for a week. Common W. We'll take it. Let's go, boys. Hey, here we go. I've also been going to the gym for the past, like, Let's three go, weeks. Boys. I feel great now. Let's go, boys. I'm putting on weight as well. But, dude, I'm proud of you. Thank you. That's good, Thank man. You. And I think that's something that's, yeah, like, Brent. 
okay to do and be like, wow, I look and feel like shit. Like I need to make that change. I think a lot of people do that and then don't make the change, but it's crazy how much of a difference just a week makes. Yeah. hundred percent, hundred percent. Like I even feel like my mental feels clear now that I've been working out consistently. Like there's just something about like getting out there and doing that, that just like everything feels better, dude. It feels like everything gets a little bit easier when you're like, have that, like, it's not that you're getting anger out in the gym, but it's almost like, all right, like that just felt good to like yeah. get some things off the plate, you know? hundred percent. So let's go, dude. That's awesome. Nick, yo, Common W? Yo, common W. Uh, this weekend, the parents are coming in town. So well, let's fa- go. Fam's coming in town gonna, for the, uh, my birthday's technically next weekend, but they're coming in week before to celebrate with me and stuff. So I'll show them around uh, Dallas. We'll visit some of our Texas family. So yeah, Common W family. And then I'll take you out next weekend. Yeah, exactly. Let's go. Bada bing, bada bing. Let's go. Let's go to the Yale family. Um, all right, let's move to the cake report. The cake report is something that has not gone great either in your personal life or in your betting life. Um, I'll start it off, you know, going into the Friday cake report. Every time I put a play on TikTok that goes crazy, that's a straight play, they get their fucking dicks ripped that's like off. A known fact. <laughs> like, they get... Their actual dicks ripped off. And the Devils, game one, I mean, like 130,000 views, like probably an extra 100 on Twitter, a couple hundred on, a couple hundred thousand on Instagram as well. Just a 5 1 loss. Just hurts, dude. Yeah, that one hurts. That was <laughs> 5 1. That was the final. Yeah. Jeebus. Like, Jeebus. just hurt, dude. Yeah. I mean, dude, TikTok video plays are just like a known curse. Same with me, too. Take the Warriors game two. No way the Kings beat them back to back, right? Rays minus one and a half. They win by one. Yeah, can't make that shit up. <laughs> um, fuck. I just had I just had cake in mind. Uh, oh, cake report. Yeah, sure. Shohei Otani over home runs in the Goat Whale. Right, hits a triple digit exit velo. Dead center. This shit was roped. Aaron Judge makes the fucking catch of the year to rob it, bring it back. Comes up to bat in the bottom of the first. And hits a turkey of his own. Caked, bro. I'm going to remember that home run robbery come August when Shohei is at 33 nukes and he doesn't fucking go over. And it's crazy, like, how many people follow, like, your goat whales. I think it's because you just do the content so well of, like, reacting and everything. But one of the guys I was with last night, when the home run got robbed, he went, dude, Shohei just got robbed trend is in piss. so i'm in the steam room at the gym yesterday <laughs> after, like, Fuck, after working out and i walk out of the steam room and i'm like starting to dress i check my phone just really quickly just to like see what time it is and i see the first notification at the top of my phone is just judge robs otani <laughs> i'm like yep gg this is the type of night it's gonna be god gg damn it. <laughs> I, I also don't know if you saw but it came out today i saw a post on um one of the baseball accounts that Shohei will be traded or looked into being traded if the Angels don't make the playoffs this year. Wow. Yeah. Well, I mean, he signed that one that one year contract, which he's playing with right now, uh, under the impression that, you know, we got to make some statements this season in order to keep Shohei or else he's fucking gone. So I'm already, like, you know, on edge about that. But we got to make the fucking playoffs. Have to. Yeah. Have to. Also, before we go to Yale, 
Did you see the Oakland A's and going to Vegas? Yeah, going to Vegas. Yeah, dude. The Red Rock partnership. Yeah, Let's go. Dope. I think they have to go, though. The they hunt, had to dude, make that's it. Gonna yeah. be the Vegas A's, that's so that's sick. That's going to be so sick. Might have to and people will go. Secondary team. I no, would, they're definitely going to be a secondary oh, dude, they're team. They're for like, sure. I just hope they don't change so anything about the A's, color-wise, yeah, no. logo-wise. No, they shouldn't. They shouldn't. I don't think they will. Yeah, I don't, I don't think know. They Yellow, will. green doesn't really like feel like Vegas. I don't know. It doesn't, but I love those I could A's see them kind of going with the VGK, Vegas Aces. They kind of have the same Ooh. theme, you know? That like no, that dude. Gold, I love the green, yeah. though. The gold, black, gray. I'm going to have to buy some A's gears up this Imagine year. Imagine like an A's jersey, though, in like Golden Knights colors. Yeah, that'd be steez, bro. Mm, I could so see them. The Raiders, too, are, like, you know, gray, black. But I think at the end of the day, like, Oakland fans are mad. But at the end of the day, if you're not going to go to the games, you can't expect. Obviously, the management has done an awful job of putting good teams together. Honey, you want to go to the A's game? Yeah, (laughs) like, there's – I don't think any couple has said that in a decade. Honey! Dude getting dome in the nose. The A's play play tonight. (laughs) I was thinking maybe we get some tickets. You want to go to the A's game? My buddy just no, went babe. for it was his 29th of 30 MLB stadiums, and he said it was like absolutely fucking It's terrible. the worst stadium in, in baseball without question. But if you don't go to the games, the management also isn't making money. So it's like even if the team sucks, like if you wanted them to stay, it's like just a tough but situation. But like what's like, the draw? The stadium sucks, the team sucks. No, there's the no draw. kind of shitty. There's no draw. There's not a single draw to anything Oakland sports related. So Zero I, love, draw. I love seeing them leave. You know, sorry, Oakland fans, if there are any, but uh, GGs. No, I love it. I think it's awesome. I love that Vegas has, like, sports now, yeah, like teams and it's shit. Dope. It's dope. I think it's awesome. Um, no, yeah, that's huge, though. I did see that this morning. They put out that release. It was, like, that last night at, like, midnight. They yeah. Put out that shit. Yeah. Well, I think they were trying to, like, go 2027 the, yeah. is the year that they'll be there. 2027. Yeah. Wow, that's, like... Oh, so we got a lot of years. Long time. Well, yeah. they bought that. They, they just bought the land, though. Yeah, so, so they got to, like, you build, build the stadium. stadium. Mm-hmm. You got to fucking move the team. Oh, so they might rebrand the whole team. I bet you they do. Yeah, they probably yeah. will. Fuck, dude. Mm, I'm going to buy some A's gear for the next, like, four years yeah. and just keep it in my pocket. Yeah, it'll be like retro then at that point. Yeah. It's retro. He's great. Uh, my cake report this week is, speaking of baseball, the, the uh, St. Louis Cardinals. My team sucks right now. We did win yesterday. They did win yesterday. 14, 14 runs. Good showing from the guys finally, but our pitching is god-awful. And uh, that's a problem because we need Otani. That would, you know, maybe they'll just trade Otani to St. Louis. Nah. Destination spot, St. Louis. Nah. Nah. Otani's going to the Yankees or the Dodgers. Yep, that is 100% correct. Or the Mets. No, Yankees or Dodgers. Or the Astros. No. Ew. I'm just going to list every good team. <laughs> Dodgers because. Or the Rays. Do- Dodgers because, uh, you know, staying in LA there. Yeah. yeah. Now he's going to go to a massive market team. Japanese culture definitely Dodgers, bigger on the Yankees. West Coast. And I think if he York. leaves, Trout's gone. Trout's not going anywhere. Ooh, He's... Trout could come to St. Louis. No, but they might trade him. If you're the Angels, why would you just? If Otani's gone, why would you let yeah, Trout well, just like waste? Are they not selling the? T- He's not selling the team, right? Moreno's keeping it. Uh, I don't know. As of right this second, they, there were talks, but then I think he said he was going to. Yeah, it. and people might think that's just like Nick being like, "Oh, my team sucks." Like the Cardinals sucking actually like ruins Nick's day. Yeah, no, we're we're, <laughs> we're last in the NL Central right now. That's not great. And he thought they were going to win the World Series. Yeah, I mean, there's still time to turn around. Don't the know. offense is there. Tommy Edmonds <laughs> also don't know if you bet that, dude. <laughs> Um, all right, let's do a quick sneak nuke for the Friday games. We've got NHL, we've got NBA, they've got lines up on prize picks. This is presented by prize picks. Um, the Friday games, we have Atlanta, Boston, we have New York, Cleveland, 
And those are the only lines up for the NBA right now for Friday. I'm going Jalen Brunson points, and I will not hear anything about it. Jalen Brunson points. This is Friday. 23 and a half. Bounce back. Okay. Um, give me... You can also go SOGs. Fuck SOGs, man. No, they don't happen for Friday. It's literally just NBA. So it's <clears throat> NBA sneak nuke for the Friday game. Give me... You know what? The screams... Tatum still hasn't gotten 30 points no, yet. Dude, in a I'm, I'm game. out on Tatum. Okay. I, I like Tatum's rebounds. He's been grubbing, but that's not a prop that I'm willing to put gun to head with. I feel like Brogdon has been balling. I like his points. Him and Derek White. Yeah. Would you Would you want to go Brogdon? I go Brogdon. 12 and a half. Brogdon and Brunson two-piece. I don't hate it at all. I love that. Wait, is there any like meme entry we could make? Like two Donovans playing or like a... <laughs> Like a Malcolm and Malcolm. <laughs> Those always hit. The the Brogdon Brunsons. Brogdon Brunson sounds good. I'm not going to lie. Does. All right. Brogdon Brunson more than their points. Bang it. I'm going to put. Two. Yeah. I was about to say. Two years. I was going to put five on it. Come and on, I was like, that's nah, just, we haven't yeah, hit one yeah, yet. No. Can't be. Let's see one go through. Yeah. I mean, can't be stretching, dude. Um. All right, well, I mean, that's been another episode. I'm just going through my prize picks right now because somehow I think I had, like, an okay night yesterday. Oh, yeah. God. I donated yesterday. God, I low-key did, too. <laughs> Fucking God damn it, dude. All right, well, that's been another episode. Um, We'll be back on Monday. Trent's got a wedding this weekend. Looking forward to hearing how that goes. Um, You know, let's, let's end the week right here, guys. Uh, Trent, why don't you tell me they can find you? Follow me on TikTok, Twitter, Instagram at Book It With Trent and follow the Twitch channel at Book It Sports and tune into the surgical stream every weekday at 1 p.m. Central. Uh, you can find me everywhere, Mikey Over, and then on Instagram, michael.j.overs. This has been another episode. Make sure you guys like, comment, and subscribe on the YouTube and, you know, share the pod with a friend. We will, in fact, be seeing, guys. Thank you. GG's.